What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Mind Over Macros podcast. As always, I'm your host, Mike Milner, and I got to give you a quick update on the crazy house situation. So last episode, um, I think I talked about it. But anyway, to fill you in, we bought this house back in June of this year, 2020. So what's happened recently is we when we bought the house, it was oil heat. We end up converting it to gas. When they did the conversion, there was like a whole bunch of stuff that wasn't done properly. Anyway, we've, we've had issues with it, but uh, that wasn't really what caused all of the current drama that's been going on. So um, basically what happened was we are renovating our garage and turning it into an office and gym, which is actually pretty much finished. We just need to paint. Anyway, we had to put heat in the garage into the office space. So they, the, the people, the same company that did our conversion installed a mini split, which I was not familiar with until this whole process, but basically it's just a way to heat the office. And when they did that installation, they messed up the electrical wiring. So we ended up having the whole electrical panel like fried and we started to notice like there was these outlets that weren't working. The garbage disposal wasn't working. The TV wasn't working. We're like, okay, something's wrong here. So um, we had them come back out and they said, you need an electrician. They have to basically rewire the whole thing. Um, turns out that when the electrician came, he was like, yeah, this this panel just needs to be upgraded. Like I could do the rewiring, but you don't have any room left, you're going to have to upgrade eventually. So we're like, all right, fine, we will do the upgrade. So they, uh, the, the heating company did cover some of the costs, but then we had the electrician have to upgrade the entire panel. While he was doing the upgrade, we were without power. So we had to work um, out of Mel's sister's house, which very fortunately she lives like less than a mile away. So we were able to do that. And when we come back, we noticed that the Wi-Fi wasn't working. Turns out that the electrician accidentally cut the Verizon wire while he was doing all of his work. So we had to call Verizon. They couldn't come out until the next day. So we had to go back to Amy's house, Mel's sister's house, and and uh, work out of her house again. So anyway, fortunately, there were no big issues there. I thought we were finished with this whole sequence of events, but then it turns out that the heating company had to come back out to fix something that they did when they made the original conversion uh, to, from oil to gas. And then when they came back out, they, they said, oh, you, uh, you don't have a cap on your chimney, which is ca- causing all this condensation and a leak in your laundry room. So you got to call a, a roofer or a chimney person to come fix the chimney. <laughs> so literally, it's like been a nonstop series of events. We had the, the chimney person come out. And when he came out to put the cap on the chimney, he said, oh, you need a lining in the chimney. It doesn't have a lining, which is actually pretty dangerous. Uh, the heating company should have done that when they did your conversion. So needless to say, it has been frustrating, but really all you can do is just kind of laugh when stuff like that happens. I mean, it's not it's not really funny to like have this constant, uh, you know, flow of, of money going into the house when things should have been done the right way the first time. And, you know, but there's nothing we could do about it. So we can bitch and moan and complain. But 
really it's external it's it's outside of our control so and and that's actually a good segue into the topic that I wanted to discuss today which is talking about adjustments over excuses and I can't take credit for that saying that is a direct quote from my boy JK uh, who's been on this podcast and I've been on his so he is full of profound statements like that, but this one is definitely my favorite. Uh, so much so that I actually want to get a t-shirt made with that saying on it, adjustments over excuses. Um, so all these things that are going on with the house and you know having to work you know at somebody else's house and not having power and not having heat, not having hot water you know for periods of time and just going through all of this stuff, especially with, Everything else situationally with with 2020, with the holiday season, it would be very easy just to say like, you know, what the fuck? I, I don't, why even bother? All this shit is happening. I'm, I'm so stressed. I'm going to just, you know, say screw this and, and let everything else go uh, out the window. But the problem with that is it doesn't actually solve anything. And, and we know that logically, but unfortunately, we're, we're emotional beings. Humans, we, we think oftentimes and make decisions oftentimes with our emotions. So when we deal with frustration, when, when we deal with things that are thrown at us, oftentimes we allow that temporary emotion to control our decisions. So it's like, well, I'm not going to focus on my nutrition today because of X, Y, Z, because of stress at work, because of an argument with my partner, because of my house breaking down, like whatever it may be, we use that temporary acute emotion to, to determine our decisions and our actions. And it just moves us further away from where we actually want to go until we eventually get frustrated and we're like, oh my God, I can't believe that I'm this far away from where I actually want to be. And then we try and get all of our shit back together all at once. And there's another analogy with this that uh, I got to shout out my boy, Lawrence Bell, who told me this analogy, which is the fact that the idea of like throwing everything out the window is the same concept as having a pot on a stove and turning the stove completely off. And then the amount of energy required to get the stove back on and reheat the pot, it takes a lot of time and energy. And that's the equivalent of like when we let everything go out the window, when we throw it all out the window and we're like, you know what, screw this, why even bother? That's the equivalent of turning the stove completely off. And then when we realize like we're so far away from where we want to be, then we decide, oh, now it's time to put the, the stove back on and reheat the pot. But that takes a long time. And then we get we lose patience. We're like, God, this is taking so long to get warm. However, if we would just come up with, you know, if we would just take the approach of rather than turning the stove completely off, maybe we just turn down the heat. Maybe we just let the stove, the pot simmer put it on low heat. Like every phase of life is not going to be high heat. It's not always going to be on full blast. So there are times where we need to just turn the temperature down, but not turn it completely off because it, it takes less energy to go from a simmer to medium low heat. And then from there to medium heat. And then from there to high heat, like the amount of energy to go from completely off to high heat, it takes a lot of energy and effort and you know mental energy. So rather than turning the stove completely off, let's just turn the temperature down. And this time of year, especially when we've got 
the holidays when we've got all these different things going on with situational stress because of a pandemic and all this stuff that's, you know, all the external circumstances that we can't control. Why don't we just turn this, turn the temperature down a little bit? Why don't we just let it simmer instead of turning it completely off? Just let it simmer. And then we can turn the temperature back up. It's not going to require as much energy and effort to get back to medium heat or high heat. And I think of that as like when I've got, you know, when motivation is high and I've talked a lot about motivation, so you guys should know how I feel about that. But when we get hit with these, you know, periods of high motivation, that's like the high heat, but that's not our normal operating procedure. Our normal should be somewhere around medium heat where we're consistent but we're not going full blast. But there are certain times where we can turn it up to full blast and there are certain times that we want to turn it down to a simmer. And it's just knowing that we're always going to keep the stove on. And I think about that as like the habits. I think of that as the basics. It's like no matter what. So when we're going through all of the house stuff, when all these things are happening and we're, we're having to work out of somebody else's house, not having our own food, this, that, and the other, we were able to focus on still getting walks in, um, bringing some food with us so we still get in protein and veggies. We're able to get, you know, drink our water, get our workouts in, you know, finding creative ways to just get movement in. Like all these things, like those little basics, those little habits, we still have control over those things. Even though we don't have control over the external stuff that's happening to the house, we still have control over those basics, over those actions, over those habits that we've built up over time. And this is not to pat myself on the back. This is just to say that that's like keeping the stove on low or medium low or whatever temperature you want to you know, think of it as like just getting in those basics. I can still control that no matter what. And I, and I think that you can use those things as, as anchors. Oftentimes, it's the first thing to go. Like, let's be honest, assess the last time you were overly stressed and there was a lot of things happening around you that were, were out of your control, external circumstances, the first thing that likely went out the window uh, is going to be training. It was probably your, your workouts. The second thing is typically your nutrition. Um, and the third thing is usually sleep. Like the three most important things Sleep probably being number one and nutrition being number two and then training being somewhere down the list. I, I mean, training is important, but not super important um, if you've got a lot of the other stuff dialed in. Plus, it doesn't require a date like training. You can be fine two to three times per week. But anyway, that's usually what happens. We usually lose consistency with workouts, lose consistency with nutrition, and then our sleep gets interrupted. But we can use those things as anchors. So when everything else around you is feeling scattered and overwhelming, it's nice to be able to latch onto something that's a constant. So you can actually use your nutrition and your training or daily walks or, or drinking water, like use those things as your constants, like at least I can control these things. Even if everything else around me seems to be out of control, at least I can control these things. And, you know, I got to be honest, that is when I was going through my divorce, that that was my approach. Like my life felt like it was just 
completely in shambles. I was, I moved across the country from Pennsylvania to California and then from California back to Pennsylvania in the span of like five months. And there was stuff going on with uh, the company that I was working for at the time that was just a mess. Everything around me felt like there was no consistency. There was nothing that I could latch onto that was a constant. So I used nutrition and training as those things, as at least, if nothing else, I could control this and I can latch on to this. And, you know, you, obviously it doesn't, you know, it doesn't um, help to make it an obsession. It's not like we want to over rotate on those things, but it's, I'm talking about the basics. I'm talking about the habits, the daily actions and habits that are your anchors. So to, to kind of bring this all full circle, it's the adjustments over the excuses. You could you I could very easily have used the excuse of, oh, well, all this crap is going on. You know, if I were checking in with my coach to say, well, uh, you know, we lost heat, we lost hot water, we lost Wi-Fi. So naturally, I didn't follow any of my plan. I didn't I didn't focus on nutrition at all. I didn't get any of my workouts in. And my coach likely would have been like, Yeah, that makes perfect sense. But what what good does you know do those excuses do me like it doesn't do me any good to just say here's the here's the excuse here's the reason why you know i always look at it as to to bring it back to jk's quote adjustments over excuses so it doesn't have to look perfect it doesn't have to look like it normally does but there are still adjustments that you can make sometimes the adjustment and one that i've actually made recently is going from medium to low heat. So my example is that I've been working out three days a week. If, you know, for me, like most of my training career has been six days a week, sometimes seven days a week. And then I usually fall in that five day a week. Once I realized that I was probably doing too much, I kind of lived in that five day a week cycle for, for a really long time. So for me to drop down to three days a week is very different, but it's an adjustment based off of current circumstances that has really helped from an overall consistency standpoint and just being able to still get stuff done and feel like I'm being productive. So that's an adjustment over an excuse. It doesn't have to look the same. It can be a 10-minute walk instead of a 30-minute walk. It can be changing your workout. Like Sometimes we feel like because the thing didn't go as we planned it in our head that it can't happen at all. Right. So we always have this idea. We have this like vision of how things are supposed to to unfold or how this thing is supposed to happen. And then when it doesn't happen that way, we're like, okay, well, now I just can't do it at all. And that's where the adjustment over the excuse comes in. Oh, so you, you know, whatever happened in the morning. Um, caused you to miss your workout. That doesn't mean that the workout can't happen at all. Maybe you have to cut down that workout uh, to 15 minutes and you have to do it on your lunch break instead. Or maybe that means you have to skip that day and get that workout in on a day that's normally a rest day. You can adjust your schedule. Um, There's often times where, you know, we need to make that adjustment over the excuse. And I always try to think about that now. Like I have that, that quote playing in my head almost constantly about like, what's the adjustment here? How can I still make this work? What, how would this, um, how can I simplify the process to amplify the results? And, and sometimes it's just a matter of like not overcomplicating it. It's like, what is the easiest thing? Like, can I still drink my water? Can I still eat veggies? Can I still, uh, you know, 
prioritize my wind down routine and, and get a good night's sleep. Just some of the simple things that I can look at and say, all right, well, if I'm checking these boxes, I'm in pretty good shape. Um, so, you know, really the main takeaways of, I know there's there's been a, a lot thrown around here, but the main takeaways, adjustments over excuses. It's not going to look perfect. It doesn't have to. The goal is never to be perfect. And even if it doesn't play out how you thought it would in your head, that doesn't mean that you don't have, you can't do anything about it. That doesn't mean that it's a lost cause. You can still make an adjustment. And also remember to keep the stove running, even if you have to turn the temperature down to a simmer. Turning it off is going to make it more difficult to turn it back on. You know, I've actually probably more times in the last, I would say, two to three weeks than I have heard in the last, I don't know, maybe six months combined, people telling me that they just don't have the motivation to start or restart. And that's like, it's the stove being off. It it takes, when you think about, oh, I'm, I'm so far away from this goal or this objective and I don't have anything in place right now. I'm not working out. I'm not eating well. I'm not sleeping well. I'm not drinking enough water. And you're thinking about how overwhelming it is to even start. That's because the stove is completely off. Now, the cure for that is to take the first step. And that's really like, what is the easiest first step that you can take? And that's usually my answer. Like, you don't need to be motivated to start, but I do understand the feeling of overwhelm and and having to turn the stove back on and, and ramp that heat back up. It, it's a process and it, you know, it requires patience and consistency and persistence. So the first step is just the first step. Like what can you do to get some momentum going? Is it, you know, walking every day for five minutes? Is it two workouts a week? Is it, you know, veggies with two meals a day? Is it 70 ounces of water? Like what's the What's the habit or the action that's going to require the least amount of effort? And that's your starting point. Like get that one win under your belt and then build from there. But it does take time to to get that momentum going. So if we can avoid that in the future by not turning the stove fully off, then that's the approach that we have to take. So sometimes we just have to turn it down to a simmer. And that way, when it's time to ramp up, We've already got the heat going and we can just turn it up to medium heat. And then when we've got those special times of like really feeling ourselves, then we can get it up to high heat. Um, high heat should really just be a short period of time, though. Um, so don't you don't want to live on high heat. It's better to live somewhere around medium heat. Um, living on high heat is a recipe for burning out. And uh, yeah, and then the stove goes out on its own. You, you break the stove and then that sucks. You have to repair it. And then that takes a whole a whole different set of circumstances and mindset and, uh, you know, so anyway, I hope that that analogy resonates. Um, and I hope that makes sense as far as the adjustments over the excuses. So one thing that's like super important during this time of year is to really use those, those basics as your anchor. Like so many times people think that holiday meals and, you know, oh, I had went to this party on New Year's Eve and I had some drinks and I ruined all my progress or I had this, you know, Christmas dinner with my family and I overconsumed and I had too much dessert. Oftentimes we associate those moments as self-sabotage or things that we quote unquote shouldn't do or we, we ruined, you know, we, we overconsumed, we overindulged. 
those moments are not the issue. It's everything outside of that that's the issue. It's how you perceive that meal or that day because we often think it carries so much weight, but it really doesn't. It's just one meal. If you think about like extract that over years and years and years, it's like such a minor like it's it's irrelevant basically the more that you extrapolate that the more irrelevant it becomes so it's about those basics that you're doing around those times that allow you to enjoy yourself and not have to think twice about it um so really as you're approaching uh you know thinking about it just consider the daily habits that you have consider those those intention intentional actions and those boxes that you can check like, you know, food quality, um, make sure that you're eating enough, make sure that you are managing stress, getting enough sleep, you know, moving your body, all these things that we talk about that are going to serve you and allow you to enjoy yourself more freely and not have to think twice about it. Cause then you just go right back to your default way of doing things, which is going to serve you in the long run. So we want to have that level of enjoyability with holidays and celebrations and whatever you've got going on, whatever you feel safe doing. Maybe it's a, a Zoom celebration, but either way, uh, regardless, it's the concept is the same. So um, I also should mention, by the way, we have the best workshop to actually show you the blueprint for establishing these habits. So the the Fat Loss Freedom Workshop is still available. You can get instant access and lifetime access um, if you want to join. It, it's literally, it breaks it down from um, how to understand your own individual needs, how to build sustainable habits, um, how to successfully lose fat over a 30-day period without doing anything extreme or restrictive. But we also walk you through how to reverse diet, how to find your maintenance, um, how to master the basics of nutrition, how to track macros if you've never done that, how to eat intuitively or not track if you want to do that. Like We jam-pack so much information and it's all broken down in like step-by-step all these different trainings that you have access to for life. Uh, so it, we really like simplified it so that you can just walk through and understand how to do this for yourself, which I believe everybody should be on the path of self-reliance in their nutrition. Um, so that's my long-winded way of saying that for $27, there's no reason not to jump in. Um, you can go to dietfreedomworkshop.com. Once you uh, once you get access to the workshop, you have lifetime access and it's immediate. So you pay your twenty seven dollars, um, you get lifetime access, and you will have these trainings forever that will always be relevant. Because, like I say, the basic principles have stood the test of time, and those are the things that actually work. The things that we anchor to, the things that we need as our daily operating system. Um, that's the stuff that serves us forever. It's not the the meal here or the vacation there or the weekend here. It's the stuff that we do most of the time consistently that matters. And if you want to understand the blueprint for what that looks like for you, how to incorporate those things into your life, how to make sustainable progress, how to reverse diet if, you need, if you've done any sort of metabolic damage and you want to know how to repair that, um, how to track, how to not track, all of that is included. Just go to Diet Freedom Workshop com and you will get instant access so please guys let me know what you thought of this episode adjustments over excuses live by that motto um, just tag me on instagram at coach underscore mike underscore milner and i will talk to you guys very soon